show you know we like to make sure that people are aware of all kinds of things going on and i met my guest today in recently when we were in arizona at turning point and i was so taken by her story and what she's doing with her life and i think it's so important that we look at all aspects of what's going on so i am excited to welcome oodles wallace to the show thank you for joining me thank you for having me i'm super excited to connect with you again Oh, thank you so much. I was so taken by your story and what you're doing with your life. And I really want to expand my show more to not just solutions, but also being very honest about what is going on and the dangers that are lurking like right behind people's laptops, right behind their phones. And you've made this a mission of yours. So uh, tell my audience a little bit about your background and then we'll get into what you're doing. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so basically, I'm an actress and all that kind of entertainment stuff. And uh, in 2014, I was one of the victims of the iCloud hack leak. And uh, it was me and 99 other women in the public eye, we all were hacked and leaked. And uh, it was all over the news, the media was talking all about it, how it was a scandal and all of these kind of horrific things, right? And there was nothing that we did wrong. It was just simply existing. And it was just portrayed as like, oh, we did all this stuff wrong. And the hacker was a hero and all of that kind of stuff. But the truth of the matter was that the hacker was stalking us over a two-year span and basically collecting all of our information, pictures, text messages, videos, anything, addresses, like phone numbers, everything that you can imagine. And uh, over that time period, I was in a relationship and in my relationship, um, you know, I realized like it wasn't working. So I ignored the the guy and I broke up with him. And uh, after six months, he got really desperate and he sent me a text message like, hey, if you don't answer my calls, I'm going to leak these images and a video that I took of you, which I had no clue that he took at the time. I just found out about it just like when he texted me and threatened me. Right. So when that happened, uh, I just kind of called his bluff. I was like, ah, he's not going to, you know, leak these to the Internet because I know like, you know, he comes from a family that's you know, good and all that kind of stuff. And I just knew he wouldn't do that. But what I didn't think of at all was that I was even going to be hacked or that I was even relevant enough to be hacked at that time because I was just coming up in my career. And, uh, you know, I I didn't have like a big, like A-list movie star status or anything like that. So uh, I I wouldn't even think why would anyone hack me or want to do anything like that to me, right? So what happens in the iCloud is that the iMessage gets backed up there and also the iMessage was being monitored by this hacker. So he was basically taking all that and uh, I found out when the actual leak happened is that that was the pictures and the video that was referred to as what was going to be exposed or whatnot because first they also had a hack list of 100 people that they auctioned us off on on the dark web um and even on the regular web like it just everybody knew that we were all going to be hacked and 
it was all going to be leaked. Um, and, and were they, were these all actresses? I mean, I know a, a bit about this, but were these all actresses? Some were very famous, some were up and coming, but this was a, a targeted hit on, on that group of people. I, I yeah, mean, most people remember when it happened, but they never heard from somebody who was a victim of it before, probably. Exactly. And I mean, there was big names like Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett right. Johansson. I remember. Gomez and all of it was actresses and you know big music artists and stuff like that as well and you know a little me like I was just coming up so in my I head I was like why why am I even on this list like it made no sense to me um but I guess maybe the hacker was following me or he had some kind of you know weird obsession or something like that yeah and uh what's so crazy is that they found him and then he ended up getting only a year and a half in prison for violating 100 women and at that time they didn't even have uh, any kind of hacking laws that are specifically for sex crimes or you know people that are getting targeted specifically in those kind of uh, sceneries or whatnot right yeah so the more I thought about it and the more I thought about like how the justice system and the, you know, the FBI and all of these people, like when you call them, like nobody even knew where to connect me or what to do with me. And it was just a nightmare. And I spent over a million dollars on my earnings to take the content down with no success. And it just became this forever ending, like, money pit where where you couldn't even catch up to it and everybody's profiting from you the lawyers the the platforms um the youtube companies i mean you name it everybody was profiting from this except for the victims the victims were just dishing out money after money like no getting Plus nothing the psychological done. the the you know this i mean this is so tragic and so awful and it's getting worse and it's not getting better yeah. But um, like you said, I mean, I, I was out there for a long time. I And early on, it's such a predator prey. Uh, I moved out very, very young and I came across terrible people early in Hollywood. And, and this wasn't even that as much. Now it's like so massive. But when this happened to you guys, I was still in L.A. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, like, how can this happen? And then, then the guy did. And I remember Scarlett Johansson, a couple other people coming out and saying, like, this guy only got a year, you know, and and they they yeah. basically put up private pictures of all of you guys that they tapped into your phone and your laptops. And it was a targeted hit and it was some kind of ring. And then after that, like saying you went to the cops, you went to the FBI, nobody knows what to do. And, and honestly, it's not that much better now, 10 years later. Yeah. So you decided you needed to do something about it. Let's talk about when you finally had had it. Yeah, so basically I was uh, silent for eight years. Everybody I would talk to, like publicists, agents, managers, everybody told me, don't talk about it because then you bring more attention to it and you don't want that because then people start searching it up again and, you know, oh, yeah. and then it will be another thing that everybody would know all over again. And I waited eight years and then I thought to myself, well, the worst has already happened. Everybody called me every name in the book and uh, nobody seems to be doing much about this. There's no laws. Nothing has really changed and it just keeps getting worse. And imagine being a teenage uh, girl or boy going right. through this. I mean, it will be unbearable, especially now in today's society with social media and everything else right. to uh, basically suffocate you know victims right yep. so 
um I was like, well, let me do something about it. I already had everybody call me every name in the book. So what else is there, right? So um, I came out and shared my story. And then when I did that, it was a senator that reached out to me. And then uh, I started putting together a sample bill. And then I started working with different nonprofits. And uh, what ended up happening is we put together a bill called uh, the Protect Act. And... The PROTECT Act was introduced federally by Senator Mike Lee, and it's also being introduced state by state now and also internationally. So um, it has a lot of, uh, you know, good things going on behind it and all that. And what it does is verifies aging consent of everyone depicted in the content and uh, also, if God forbid somebody already uploaded you without your consent, then you're legally uh, able to take down the uh, the content uh, right away or swiftly or else they will wow. be heavily fined. And then also they have to implement the fingerprint stamp technology, which is a system that scans a video or an image ahead of time and blocks it from further uploading. Wow. And uh, currently these platforms, they have that technology, but they simply don't want to use it because they're making so much money off of their re-upload techniques and the re-uploads in general, right? So... Yeah, that's basically what the bill summarizes uh, too. And um, and if let's say you're a sex worker, it would actually help you make more money because these same predators they're stealing their content and putting it on right. sites like Reddit for free, or they're profiting off of other people's content. So, uh, this bill will basically protect everyone except for pedophiles and predators. And, uh, uh, I, you know, yeah. and it, and it's so crazy because I looked at some of the, the actresses that do make $20 million a year more. And after this happened and thought, why aren't, you know, you would have thought that these people would have been champions for this. Just like I was, I lived through the me too. And I thought these aren't the me too victims. I know a lot of those victims, including myself. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm about 10 years older than you, but that whole world is very scary. The crazy part is that like everything else, it started in Hollywood. It is now everywhere and it is very dangerous. And this bill that you, that you put together is so um, important for people to understand and support, because like you said, um, back when I had a, my Me Too situation, there wasn't even the internet yet, you know? So yeah. then, then the internet, now we're at a point where it's like, it's the internet on steroids. Now we're going into AI, we're going into deep fakes, we're going into, it's just getting worse. And to think that there wasn't a ground floor level bill like yours that you wrote and that you got out there till now is terrifying. So um, tell me a little bit about um, the uh, reception of your bill and have, have other have victims come to you and uh, talk to you about this? Because, you know, for, for me and for people I know that have been through this, I actually know a couple people who took their lives because of this kind of stuff, uh, videos of them. Uh, and some of them even CGI'd and changed. They they couldn't take it. And um and then two I know two people who took their lives because of this kind of online um, exploitation of them uh, and and misrepresentation of them. So have you heard from victims? Because I I think people have to understand how cruel and and wrong and evil this is on a massive scale and what it can do to people. 
Yeah, I actually had a really good reception of the bill and just uh, me sharing my story in general, which almost made me wish that I shared it way sooner yeah. than what I yeah. did. Because I just lived in my head thinking what other people would think or, you know, shame me for or judge me for and that kind of thing. And uh, in reality, I mean, I waited till I was ready, but uh, I I almost wish I would have said something sooner and not, you know, listen to everybody else silencing me and living in shame and not sharing my story and all of that kind of thing. So I always encourage survivors to, you know, stand, uh, stand up for themselves and take their power back and speak their truth uh, whenever they're ready. Um, but so many survivors have reached out to me and, right. you know, some of these stories have been so heartbreaking, but, uh, the good news is that I was able to help a lot of people with takedown services and connecting them to detectives and, uh, law enforcement, lawyers, whatever is needed at the time. And, uh, when I first started this, I didn't know that I was going to have all of these connections, right? I just kind of started going and didn't really know uh, how to do everything, but I figured it out along the way. And uh, not even knowing that these connections along the way was going to benefit so many survivors yeah. um, and then eventually would help with the nonprofit that I have too. And, you know, I have free takedowns and the detectives that I trust and right. law enforcement and uh, lawyers that I know that these are people that I can vouch for and they're they're good they're not going to victim blame or shame which uh is happens to a lot of people they go yeah. to the police or enforcement and then they get victim blame and shamed and it's like a secondary trauma and they don't exactly. know where to turn who to talk to, where to get help, and basically the Foundation Raw, which is my nonprofit, it's a website. You can go to foundationraw.com. It has all of the resources. It explains your your rights, uh, the laws in your country, even in other countries internationally, uh, resources, uh, or, you know, it's all there, basically. Yeah, I know. Things that I wish when I was going through this you know and yeah. I did meet parents that had children that committed suicide and that's just a whole nother level of heartbreak that I, I, I couldn't even imagine going through that and uh, some of them ended up taking things into their own hands as well and changing laws and getting involved in uh, yeah. that that's beautiful to see but it's just it's just already too late. We already had to have these laws in place. And the fact that they're, you know, these lawmakers, they're taking forever because of other political agendas or what is going on, or maybe the things in the background happening, corruption and stuff like that, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's people over profit, you know? Yeah, I know. And uh, I started in the business very young in my teens. So I, uh, I've, I've been around a lot and I had horrible experiences early, very early. It's a, it's a very dangerous world for young actors and actresses and musicians where we, uh, we went in Hollywood and uh, you went there young too. I mean, you're still young, but um, I, people have to understand that um, what we are seeing, you know, there's a lot of information and uh, spotlight being shined on the Epstein case and on uh, the Pizzagate case and and some of this other stuff out there. But just talk a little bit about the uh, the disillusionment um, that really comes with 
with being a victim of this kind of thing. This happens to everyday people and oh, yeah. the exact same happen to them just as you're like someone in the public eye, right? right? But I think when you are in the public eye, you do open yourselves, you know, yourself up to more dangers that you don't even expect. Like for right. me, I'm originally Persian. I grew up in Sweden and, you know, in Sweden, I wasn't uh, casted as like a beautiful girl. Like I'm not blonde, I'm not blue eyed. So I never thought of myself as someone that was beautiful until I came here and people were like, oh my God, you try modeling you should try acting right. you should you belong in hollywood blah 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 you know so in my head i started daydreaming wow people think i'm beautiful and you know um i could do it i could do modeling wow like sky's the limit and i'm gonna be a big movie star and you know my mom is gonna be so proud and i mean i went to school and got a marketing degree and you know like did all of the acting classes did the right. groundlings which is where all the snl people went and have comedy background dramatic directing editing classes business diploma i mean i speak three different languages so the list goes on and on but when this happened to me, I was reduced to nothing, to someone that did porn and like basically even with relationships, uh, guys just thought I would just give it out the first date and I was just basically like a, you know, prostitute or something, you know, and um, it was very heartbreaking because that's not who you are. And even friends, family, coworkers, like everybody, everybody thought that you're something that you're not. Right. And it's this whole feeling of trying to explain to the whole world who you are because you know who you are, but nobody believes you because there's this other thing online that's portraying you as something else. And it's just like an intimate moment that was not supposed no to be point. seen with anyone yeah. and i'm not even the type that was like recording it myself is my ex-boyfriend did it against my consent so then uh, people are like well why does she do it she deserves it and right. people think that they have the right to access you uh if you're in the public eye no matter how private the setting is if you're on the toilet like peeing they feel like they have the right to see that like it's weird like yeah no like i deserve to have some privacy too just like everybody else and everybody deserves privacy yeah. and um yeah that's that's what's so weird about this whole industry and then just um the thoughts of thinking that fame and the movie star and all of this stuff like the rick Car I remember dreaming about them and then when you're in it you start seeing no it's just business and yep. you go there you take your pictures then you promote it on your social medias and you talk to the people that you have to talk to and then you're home you're exhausted and you're like yep. wow I never want to do this again in the beginning it's a little cool and you you like the pictures but then after a while you're just like well this is just just another job and it's you know, it's very draining talking to all these people that are so superficial and all they want to know is what you do, how much, you know, you could do for them. And the sad and scary part is now because of Instagram and YouTube and all of this now, very young girls and boys, honestly, but young girls 
are now influencers or whatever. And I'm seeing this happen with them too. So, you know, where once it was like a Hollywood issue, now it's, now it's much bigger than that. And, and um, now does your bill, um, is this going to be in all the States? I mean, I think that this should be uh, not only enacted in every state, but now it should have to include um, anything on the internet, especially social media. Yeah, so basically uh, it was introduced federally and then we're going about it statewide yeah. as well Great. and internationally. So we're just tackling it in different ways. Um, so that's good. But, you know, these things take time. So the more states are getting on board, the more countries get on board and the more pressure we're putting on them to basically change this, which is ridiculous. This is something they should have already introduced long time ago and every Every second, there's a new victim. There's more children being uploaded to porn sites and getting abused. There's people getting drugged and raped and trafficked on there. And and they know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. The the politicians know it, too. But they just, you know, taking their time with this, which is... uh, you know, it's really like upsetting to see, but at least uh, people are understanding more and more and getting on, on board, which I'm happy about. And some of them, honestly, they don't really understand the the whole social media factor. And, you know, they, these are people from older generation that don't understand like all of the technological aspects and yeah. uh, the harm. And a lot of times too, people don't understand until it happens to them or to yeah. a family member. And again, exactly. people are very, very, very cruel. I, I, I find that um, the uh, bullying and abuse and the joy in which strangers uh, out there uh, view people that this taps to is also very dangerous. And I, I don't understand that level of harassment and cyberbullying. You know, you can do, you can put this stuff on Facebook and YouTube and and uh, Twitter, and they will not take it down. Like they, they'll, they'll have reasons not to take it down. So what about, um, you know, what about that? The bullying, the harassment, the, the, uh, you know, I see it all the time, not to me, but in general, I see it a lot. And, and I don't think there's enough cyber bullying or targeted harassment legislation either. Yes. So the cyber bullying is actually one of the worst, uh, uh, things that can happen to someone. And, that's almost uh, way worse than the actual, um, you know, right. way to get leaked Violation. or faked right. or violated. So even if that happens, the bullying and the harassment that comes after that is what's actually causing people to commit suicide right. uh, more than anything else. And, uh, you know, people are they're They're evil. Like, I just don't understand why anyone would want to hurt someone that's already down. And right. they know that it's non-consensual and they continue to harass and target and bully and, and you know, stalk these people. And it, it's just really horrific. I mean, just yesterday I posted a video of a girl uh, that was deep faked and she was fully clothed. And some people took a program and unclothed her and uploaded it everywhere and even in my comments still today there's people usually men that are saying well she shouldn't even been on social media well okay so you don't want someone being fully clothed on social media why don't you just realize that these predators that are 
making these poor so, girls. It's so sick. But anyone that would do that, you know, and also that's a big problem um, in that's going forward in Hollywood is uh, AI and yeah. uh, social media. And even though there was already CGI, there was already the ability to edit. Now it's like you don't even have to be there. And this is getting yeah. very, very dangerous. And if these websites, uh, especially Facebook and Twitter, X Twitter allows you to put up this stuff. And then the hardest part is is taking it down. If you are the yeah. victim of this kind of cyberbullying and harassment, even if it's totally fake and manipulate, they don't care. And you have to kind of go to a lawyer. This should not be like that. Um, we really have to protect it because now it's like you said, it's happening so much with children and definitely Facebook meta uh, X. Uh, they know that they know that yeah. this is happening. So um, do you think that um, going forward, um, some of these, uh, websites should be held accountable if they don't, if we're at this point and, and this is happening because like I said, I, 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 but for the grace of God, did I get out of Hollywood alive? But I know people who did not. And usually it's because of yeah. what you're talking about. It is, it is a, uh, and this, I, I was way out of the being in front of the camera by the time the internet was big, but you know, it comes back whenever and people can't handle the harassment and bullying. And a lot of times I say, you know, the minute the person sees that and, and wants to do something that Facebook or X or anyone should, should honor that. And they don't. And I, I yeah. do you think it should be held accountable? Yes, they definitely need to be held accountable. And even with the protect act, it's like one of the first bills to, uh, well, like not first bills, but one of the bills to actually hold them accountable because there's not a lot of bills that want to do that. And right. uh, it's unfortunate. And, you know, uh, the good news is this will focus on the, the you know, some of the uh, online platforms, right? right. And it will be a good start, but there needs to be way more layers to this. And yeah. uh, it's just the beginning and, it will be good to have this in place because it will be kind of yes. like a model uh, bill for the other ones. And even if they do that, they still, you know, people are posting CSAM straight to Twitter uh, or like uh, just big uh, social media platforms. And that shouldn't be allowed. And then when you report it, it doesn't even barely get taken down. So what is the oh. reporting even for? But then some random guy can report for bullying harassment and you know, yeah. that gets taken down right away. So the rights are really not with women and children at all, even though it looks like it. Uh, it's not. So it's just it's just basically a Band-Aid on the problem, but it's not the solution. And they constantly come out with these Band-Aids, which is a good right. uh, progress. But why don't we just go back to the root of the problem? You have the fingerprint stamp technology. Why are you not implementing it? You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and another thing that's happening to a lot of people, a few actresses I'm friends with, is that they did movies a long time ago. And, you know, they're, they're in an R-rated movie or whatever. And what these people are doing is they're taking actresses, and I'm talking everyone. No one is immune to this. Anyone that ever did anything in any movie, all the way back, they're taking them, they're taking their heads, the, the thing, whatever, and they're recreating the entire scene to look totally different than it was and putting it out there. And then, you know, that that's a whole copyright issue. And then the original companies, you know, are like, well, you know, 
So this AI situation going forward with film and television and anyone that's in the public eye has to be uh, looked at and monitored. I know your, your, your bill is a first step, but I want people that are watching this to understand the level of technology that is going on in this realm and super dangerous. And it's only a matter of time if we don't start doing this, in my opinion, that this is happening to people, you know, all over the world, every, in every walk of life, teachers, cops, yeah. uh, doctors. I mean, it's, if we don't nip it, that the fact that we, we both were in businesses where you're in the public eye and, you know, I started in, in New York on stage. You started when you, you got to LA, you took classes, you did all that. You never once thought that this would ever be a part of your life, but now we have to realize it's a part of everyone's life and they Everyone. aren't choosing it. And so yeah. I think it's really, really important that everyone that's watching this understand that even if your life has not been touched by something like this, it's probably coming and we have to all band together and protect people. So people have yeah. to realize this isn't because the two of us happen to have been in Hollywood. This is not a Hollywood problem. This isn't a, a, a world problem. This is a yeah. decency problem. And um, so how can people get involved? What should people be doing? How can they get involved? How can they support you? You started a foundation now that has a lot of resources I want people to know are out there because the worst part about this um, is the isolation, shame, loneliness, and fear uh, when an attack like this happens to somebody. And it happens to men too. I don't want people to think this is just, you know, women and, and girls. This is men and young boys as well. Yeah. And just uh, before I go into what people can do and all that, all they need is a picture of your face um, right. to create all kinds of deep fake content, deep fake right. pornography. I mean, it's just ridiculous and it looks so real. People I will know. really that now you're doing porn, now you're doing all of these sexual things. And uh, so then they're doing that to children. They're taking uh, children's right. pictures from families, Facebooks and stuff. Right. So Please uh, stop posting your children on social media. You know, if you have posted it, make it private. And even then, I wouldn't even uh, trust that. I would just delete it. I look it. at my friends that post pictures of their daughters that are in like dance contests and in, and in cheerleading contests. And it's like, you don't have, I mean, I know that you think that that's okay. And all I see is predators. I, I mean, because what you're saying is all they need is your face or, or any video of you, any picture. And it's it's that bad. And these children are in yeah. big danger. I'm glad you're saying that because, I mean, you say it to your friends that should know better. I have a good friend. She's a lawyer. She has two young girls. One's a cheerleader, like one's a, a, in dance. They're both in elementary school. And she's always putting them up dancing. And all I'm thinking in my head was, you don't know. I, I feel like they look for that, that, that that's that's a, a predator's dream. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a predator's dream. And they go on these families' Facebook pages right. and they use content and they sell it on the dark web. These families, they don't even find out until years later. Sometimes right. the children are grown and uh, they're saying, why did you post me on social media for your for, you know, everybody to see? And yeah, so that's really unfortunate. So please be careful with that. And I would just delete it. Yeah, for you and just keep it. And um, as far as what to do, uh, you can go to Foundation Raw, which is my nonprofit, foundationraw.com. And uh, it's it's got free takedown services where you can get connected to the guy that takes right. down everything. 
and he works really good and properly. He helps you also uh, track all of the links and the people that have posted what and not and the websites and all that kind of stuff and even deep fake content. And uh, if you don't want to go through the pers person that does that, uh, you know, directly, you can do it yourself through Take It Down, which is Nick Mix service. And then also there's uh, StopNCII.org. And um, there's detectives that you can talk to there, how you can talk directly to them. It has their information, lawyers, uh, therapy. Um, yeah. it, you know, it tells you all about the laws within each state, so uh, whether extortion, revenge porn, deep fake AI. There's a few states that have already introduced something, um, but a lot of them don't have anything. And then also which states are doing the Protect Act and uh, also international laws and international resources. I had so many people from all around the world that's like, what are we doing here? And yeah. I don't know what what what's your advice on this? So they can all go there and it has all of the information. There's no other website like this that is a, basically a melting pot for these kind of issues. And you have all of the solutions and help right then and there uh, on what to do. And you can sign the petition. Um, it's on the website as well uh, under the petition, or you can go to change.org uh, slash protect act and uh, sign the petition and, uh, you know, feel free to donate. I mean, I've done all of this without any funding. So yep. imagine what I could do with the funding. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, exactly. It's all 100% survivor led. So uh, we are all people that actually care about the cause where there's so many nonprofits, they're getting the funding, but not much is being done. And I actually worked with some nonprofits that I just like, was like, where is all this money going to? And nothing's being done. Yep, that's yeah, why so I wanted to bring you on. It's really important that people put their money where it matters. And, and your foundation uh, is really, really important. It's also clearinghouse. Let me tell you something. When you get cyberbullied and you get these attacks and, you know, people have made videos about me because of what I do here in the McKay show. And it's like you it's it's they make it so hard for the victims to stop the, the harassment and the bullying. And it is so it's so traumatizing in my mind, uh, even what I've dealt with in the last year. And uh, like you said, there's nothing you can say when somebody's out there portraying you as something that you're not, no matter what there are, people are just evil. And, and this gives people the opportunity to fight back because that isolation, loneliness, fear, shame, horror, you're sitting at home, you're seeing this, somebody's calling you and it's becoming common. Like I said, this is happening to all kinds of people in all kinds of worlds. It's super important. People are proactive. I'm so grateful for what you're doing. Um, please go to her website. Don't only donate, look through the resources, you know, and also download the act that she has and see if you can um, introduce it in your state legislatures. Um, this is so important because I'm telling you these online um, social media platforms, they're not there for the victims of this. I, I do not believe that they are, that they care honestly that much. And then if you try to go through um, some of the ones that connect to the government or the FBI or whatever you become kind of, it, it becomes very scary and dangerous and, and everybody needs and deserves the help and support that you are giving. Why do you call it Foundation Raw? 
Well, Ra means uh, sun, basically. And my name originally uh, means North Star. So it's a Persian name. And obviously, sun is like uh, Ra is from ancient Egypt and stuff. But light. I know I thought I thought I was going to be like, you know, uh, the sun and the moon. And I'll have something else called Luna maybe eventually. But I think... Um, I think it was just beautiful to be raw. It's a short name and then it's the sun, it's uh, warmth, uh, you know, follow the light kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah I, I I enjoyed it. So I was just like, you know what? I love that name, you know? Right. But now all these like rheumatoidus, arthritis stuff comes up. I don't even know how to say it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It's not that. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, it's it's foundation Ra, R-A, a meaning sun and shining light on something that a lot of people, until it's in your face and it affects you or a family member or a good friend, you don't think about it. And then you realize nobody's doing anything. But Oodles yeah. is doing something. And I am so grateful to you. Uh, you are an inside and out and incredibly talented. And I wish that this never happened to you. I wish it would never happen to anyone. Uh, you do not have to, you know, you should never have to defend yourself against anything like this. None of us would ever think that this would happen to us, but um, you are making a big difference. And I'm really grateful that I met you and I hope to help you ahead and anything you're doing. So uh, again, tell everyone how to follow you, how to find you uh, and where to go again for the website. Please donate if you can uh, get involved, print out the act. Uh, definitely go sign the petition Everything you can do, um, again, this is not a male or female or a child or adult situation. This is a human problem, and it's it's going to get worse if we don't make a big noise about it now. Um, it's already bad enough. So uh, go ahead. Thank you so much. And also, if people want to volunteer, there's a volunteer option on the website. Uh, you can reach out to me as well. It's uh, at U-L-D-O-U-Z on all social media platforms. And uh, I also have a flyer coming out where we're going to do a whole grassroots movement. We're going to cool. hand out flyers everywhere, you Great. know, to get involved and uh, sign the petition and all that kind of stuff. Cool. So, yeah, there's a lot of good things happening. And then just make sure you go to the website, foundationra.com. It's pretty foundationra.com and follow her and then when you do get ready to do that campaign you'll come back on and we'll get involved and we'll get volunteers please please go there uh volunteer help out um and and just know like sometimes the government isn't the answer but good people that are doing big things are and you definitely are thank you so much for being here thank you for having me sure see you soon Everyone's been asking me what I've been doing because I am in better shape than I've been uh, probably maybe in my life and I am now thriving and I have so much energy. I'm going around, I'm doing all these tours and I'm doing the show and I'm showing up at small events and big events and I'll tell you the one thing that's definitely changed my life is superfoods. Mel Cake Superfoods. When I got involved with superfoods in the beginning, I was not eating right. I was not sleeping right. I was not, uh, it was mid-COVID so I wasn't really doing much and I was doing a lot of things wrong and then I found superfoods and it has changed me from the inside out. Not only have I dropped weight, which wasn't even the goal, I really wanted to detox, I wanted to help my immune system, I wanted to make sure I didn't get sick while a lot of other people were and superfoods came into my life and changed everything. I now think about what I'm eating, I don't have cravings, I don't eat late night. There's a whole protocol, it's so easy, it's laid out for you, you take it out of the box, it's there. 
all your foods taken care of, all your nutrients, all your energy, all your protein. It is an amazing way to change your life from the inside out. Superfoods changes everything. It gives you a protocol, it gives you a schedule. You know what to do, you know what you're eating, you feel great, you look great, your life's getting better. And the one thing I know is you can go to themelkshow.com, go down to Superfoods and you can start your journey. Because today is the day. I will tell you, I waited and I waited and then I started Superfoods and within three months, my entire life changed uh, for the better, more than I could have imagined. Melkshow.com, go to partners page, down to Superfoods and click on the link and you will find a whole new world that will change your mind, change your body, change your life. So when you get superfoods, that helps me and helps this show keep going. I cannot tell you how much it's changed my life for the better, and it will yours too. And enjoy the rest of the show. Mel K Superfoods. Get over there now. There's no time like the present. The narrative is falling apart, but as it does, there's so much of this fraudulent disinformation, misinformation, censorship coming from the globalists. And what we need to do is be focused on the facts, cut through everything, be discerning, and get it first and foremost out there to everyone. It is important that you know what is going on. Censorship is getting nuts. You guys know it. There's accounts all over the place that are fake, that are not me. I know you guys send me emails and I really appreciate it. And you report it and it's on Telegram and Instagram and Twitter and they're not me. So I'm super excited to announce We The People with Mel K. Be the first to join. It's a VIP community, just you and me behind a paywall, no trolls, no nothing. We get to know each other. I will give you the facts first. I break a lot of stories a long time before other people. We can talk about past, present, future, history, what we're doing now, solutions for going forward, what 2024 is gonna look like. I'm gonna do breaking news, do a lot of deep dives. I'm gonna bring that information to you guys first in a live Q&A every week. So please click the link below and join me over there. We are going to create a community, a community that is censorship proof, it's cancel proof, it's truth, it's transparency, it's on the road to God, country, justice, everything that we want in one place. This is the most incredible, amazing time to be alive. As hard as it seems and as difficult as the battle has been for you guys and definitely for me, all I know is that we all are part of the solution. We are all involved and invested and you guys have the passion that I have. So let's join together on live Q and A's once a week with me, Mel Kay, we the people of the United States taking back this nation. This is so exciting guys. I've been dying to do this and we finally got the technology right. So please join me. Click the link below. Can't wait to get started.